This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. You know what the fuck it is. Aries and Andy, chewing the jerk. You know it's time to get this work. The real raw, gutter, uncut cocaine. No political corrections. Always sleep. Fuck being awoke. We discuss politics and jokes. We lick. There's levels to this shit. Before you were sucking on your mama's tit. Aries Spears don't give a fuck. We talk about race a lot. Racism. Sexism. Much love to my loyal bitch bag holders. Rollers, clip loaders. We got them in the folders. The whole world on our shoulders. Spears and Steinberg. Yeah! Run up and get touched up. Suicide. <laughs> and all of y'all know my style. Hello. Ronald Williams, this your baby mama, nigga. I just want you to know that I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking somebody else too. And he a white boy. What's his name? Oh, Steve. <laughs> Listen, folks, uh, later on towards the end of this episode, we are going to call Mr. Williams and have a couple minute chat with him. Uh, so, yes, uh, b- buckle up your seatbelts and uh, get ready for a ride. Uh, this is the riddle, the riddles and the Ronald. OK, um, let, let's start with uh, Willie Martin. Uh, what's good, a and Long-time listener and a huge fan. I just wanted to talk about a few random topics, if it's cool. First, Andy, you officially had your Jordan flu game during the Ronald Chronicles with your ideas. I love the name Balls Brigade Boys. You definitely grew an inch or two with that one, LOL. I actually think we should give the women uh, brigade and call them Bitch Brigade. Uh, And I got the perfect name for us guys, the Dingling, the dingling danglers. <laughs> uh, speaking of Ronald, uh, what is Ronald's favorite soda? Brute punch. <laughs> I, I don't condone hitting a woman at all, but after his ex-wife's email for a split second, you know what? Never mind, because geez, shake my head. Yo, Aries, I think if we all pitched in 
we may be able to get Gemma to respond to you. Everyone here should DM Gemma with the caption, give Aries a shot just to try and uh, at least get her attention because you deserve to have a face fight with that pussy. I like that nigga. <laughs> a face fight. God damn. Um, <clears throat> oh, yeah. I'm the guy that sent you those nudes of her. Nigga, the other day I farted, and before I realized it, I screamed just a bit outside Cleveland. (laughs) (laughs) And my wife gave me the funniest look ever. Anyway, guys, keep doing what you're doing. You're definitely touching a lot of lives. Uh, Sorry for the long email. Uh, Your boy, the less famous Mookie. Look at that. Mookie got a fan. Uh, Thank you for that, uh, Willie. That was some funny shit in there, brother. Uh, I like uh, Ball Brigade boys. Uh, dingling danglers. I don't know. <laughs> How do you feel about dingling danglers? Uh, uh, you know, it's just not all fans are, are going to be dangling as much as others. So, uh, know, well, yeah. there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, okay. Uh, Bradley Farrow, Ronald Chronicles. What's up, Aries and Andreas? Stealing a bit from Bill Maher. I don't know it's a fact. I just know it's true. Ronald wrote that email posing as his wife. I've been married 15 years and had a healthy dating life before that. And then he puts in caps, no woman would admit to this shit his wife just admitted to. Period. Got a laugh emoji. Brad in Milwaukee. You know, I know that that's one of the knocks on women is the same how the same way there's a knock on men. We don't, you know, we don't lift the toilet seat. We could piss all over the seat. Uh, Women never own up to anything. They never take responsibility. They're never at fault. It's always our fault. Um, But I don't know. I I don't get the sense that he trolled us. Uh, I think that was legit. Um, But we'll have a conversation with Ronald, and you'll find out. Uh, Anything? Uh, No, I I understand that his... now I can't even remember the word. What's the word when you don't believe someone? Uh, his, Lie? Uh, no, he's his. Uh, his, his uh, Jesus, what you don't f- believe somebody? Yeah, but uh, I understand his apprehension. That's the word I was looking for in believing that that email came from his. Uh, yeah, I don't know ex. how you tied that to not believing somebody. Apprehension. I, I, he's apprehensive of believing. Oh, okay, uh, I th- thought th- you th- meant th- a word. No, though. I, no, I fucked up. Oh. I fucked up the whole thing. <laughs> Okay. Dude, I, just, I was trying to remember the word apprehension. I didn't even right. know how I was trying to put this in there. I understood how he was apprehensive about believe, taking that e- email on face value. Right. I understood that. Okay. <clears throat> Daniel Mendez, uh, higher ed. Hi, Aries and Andy. First time writing in. I listen to the pod religiously. I got an hour each way to and from work, and I look forward to every Wednesday and Thursday when y'all drop new content. I do agree with you, Aries, that there is a need to listen from... Excuse me. Oh, Louie. Ooh. <laughs> on cue, right oh, on time. Jesus. I need to listen from the beginning. But the first episode I listened to was La Scrolla. Uh, since that episode. Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I have enough to follow along with all the regulars from the show and the inside jokes. That being said, I did flip back through a few episodes and have been going in order since La Scrolla. So my advice for new listeners, that's a good sweet spot. Not sure of the episode number. Uh, anyway, thanks for reading my email. I had the pleasure of watching Higher Ed on Amazon Prime after I saw that you were in that movie. Yeah, it was a shitty movie, but I love the DMX impression and the character you played. Were you actually high during filming? LOL. No, I wasn't, brother. 
Uh, stay making the content. Can't wait for you and Andy to come to Canada, Toronto, specifically where I'm from. Peace Brothers D. Mendez. I think that's where culture's from, too. But I want to go to Toronto. I heard. I, I, it's we, nice. I've been once. I haven't been and I want to go so bad. Yeah. That that would be a great trip. Yes. Uh, Canada. Canada. Oh, Canada. Um, damn, what was I about to Let's say? go during hockey season. I can bring Tara and she could go to a game. Is it cold there during hockey season? Yeah, Canada's cold. Period. But they have they have they have seasons. Up. Okay, but it's still I'm about to sound stupid. I was going. Do they have a summer? They yeah, yeah. Summer. See, summer, yeah. But it's still cold. It's cooler there than it is here. Yeah, I come to Canada. E three. Um, God, there was something. Uh, I, God, I hope I find this email. This email. There's a guy that sent an email to my one of the funniest. He had a list and he had each number of every episode. Are we good? Yeah, no, it's just like oh, awesome. That we liked, uh, that he liked, that he thought was funny. And for the longest time, I had been trying to find his fucking episode and couldn't find it. But he oh, said- yeah, he found it. Yeah, the, He found it. You saw that email? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he said, I think it was episode 67. He goes, when Andy called you out on your hair. Yeah. I have been looking for that fucking episode. I, I couldn't remember. I know we were in Toledo. Yeah. And I was like, man, the way you said that shit, Oh, I can't wait to listen to that. Dude, but that, that's also the way that I said to listen to the podcast. You get in where you get in. You listen to the weeks, but you go back to the beginning and you right. catch up. But Aries and I both agree. I don't that agree you got with the, that. But we both agree that you need to listen to the old episodes. It's how yes. we get there. Yeah, I, I don't agree with how we get there. I, because if you don't get there, then you don't know where we are. And you don't know what we're doing currently <sighs> until you get through the whole thing. From our girl, A.B. Man beater follow-up. Hey, guys, I have two different thoughts behind all of this with the soap opera. How did Ronald end up dating and marrying a lady from Miami if he is in Oregon? It sounds like some kind of internet hookup slash connection, and she pegged him as a chump from the start. These two are totally fucking with us with these emails. There is no way this is real life. Uh, and if this were, A.B., a soap opera with Ronald, it would be called as the fist wines. <laughs> if by some chance this is all real, he has some reflection to do about himself and his self-esteem. There is no way he didn't see the writing on the wall from the beginning and ending of their relationship. As an investigator, I need a heck of a lot more questions answered. Despite all my unanswered questions, I still stand with the original message and point. No one should ever hit a person in their dating intimate relationship Walking away is so much powerful. It's so walking away is much powerful. Hmm. Uh, walking away is much powerful. It's much more. She should have said, right? Yeah, much more. Yeah. See if you uh, can investigate ten dollars somewhere. Maybe, <laughs> maybe <laughs> in your purse, but in between the couch, somewhere. Um, best wishes to all of them. I really mean it. A B. Um, what do, what nice. do you think? Though I, I did like that she. You know, she was the first person that said, how do they hook up because of their right. differences? So I like that she was a little bit more, you know, she got it. She got under there a little bit more. She pulled up yeah. the rug a little bit further. And listen, in the beginning, uh, when love hits your ass, you know, you don't, you know, you, listen, if, if there was a way that women could know if a dude is physically violent before they get in, involved with him, then there would be no domestic violence. Uh, because you have to be a crazy bitch to like to get beat up. Uh, but when love is potent, you know, you know, your blinders are on. You don't see what comes to comes at you till it comes at you. 
I'm telling you, you can fall in love, but you don't get with anybody for a relationship unless you like them. Unless you like them? Like them. You got to like them. That means like every, every part of them, you got to like them. Love is emotional. You feel it in your heart and it, and it comes and it waves and then it goes away. There's sometimes love is different. Liking, liking is like, like okay, like if you had a kid and, and they murdered someone. You might not, let's say they murdered a bunch of people. You might not love them anymore, but you'll like, I mean, you might not like them anymore, but right. you'll love them because they're your kids. There's a, you have to be connected in a different way to like someone for what they yeah, do, what they stand for, like who they are. You compared like and love to a killer thing. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it, it all ends up pretty painful. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying liking is so, love, love is dangerous, man. It feels we, like the two are mutual though. They, they can be. But they're not exclusive. But they, but they are. They can also be exclusive because you can love someone. I've met women that I've been in love with, and then you find out that they're not good for you. Like I love cake, but I can't like cake every day. I can't. You love it. It just things are bad for you, and we tend to love things that are bad for us. And women that are bad for us sometimes are sexy. They're they're they're, they're hard. Get they're hard to get that attention. They they bring problems. You gotta. You got to also like them because they add to your life. They bring, and we're the same way. We need to bring something to their life. We need to add to their life. We need to be in a way that we are complementary to their life. Love a lot of times comes with a lot of challenges. Listen, man, if uh, cake did to my tongue what pussy does to my dick, <laughs> I, would, I would like and love cake as much as I love pussy. It's not far behind, but it's, it's in the rear view. I can see it, but, but pussy's ahead. Um... <laughs> Terrence Gregory, uh, shake my head. Oh, this is the dude who I said I was going to rip a new asshole to. Let's take a break from Ronald's beatings and get into mine. Uh, shake my head, been emailing the wrong email. My name is Terrence. What's up, fellas? Technically a first-time emailer. First of all, Aries, uh, I'm not coming at you negatively, so don't take it as such. On episode 375, you express how wonderful it would be to make Eddie Murphy laugh, but in your comedy hype interview... You trashed Alex Thomas and Chris Spencer for going over Eddie's house being his court jesters. Make it make sense. Also, like I said, I've been using the wrong email, so there's a lot I want to say, but I'll stick to just a few. Why is it all you comedians unequivocally take Chris Rock's side, but conveniently fail to mention his disrespect for black women, especially the low-hanging fruit, Jada Pinkett Smith? I wish Will didn't do it, but in the same sense, I need it to be done, yes. Will wouldn't have done it mostly, wouldn't have done it to mostly anybody else, but nobody else would have said what Chris said, i.e. Dwayne Johnson, Mike Tyson, etc. Before I finish this last part, what does Dwayne Johnson and Chris and, and, and Mike Tyson have in common? They're not fucking comedians. So of course they wouldn't say it. Um, also, Mike Tyson is the most overrated fighter ever. For overrated fighter ever. He's the only one who's praised for scaring and bullying regular folks while never winning his biggest fights. However, I love who he has become, Mike Tyson 2.0. Okay, here's where I rip you the new dookie hole. Uh, first of all, nigga, and I say this over and over and over, people, comprehension is key. Listening, paying attention is fucking key. And a lot of you don't know how to do that. What I said and the difference is, if you're in a movie with Eddie Murphy, that he has cast you in, where you're playing alongside him. That's one thing. But to be a friend of his, to go over his house, to chill with him, 
and, and, and make him laugh and share his company. And he knows you're funny. He knows who you are. He considers you a friend. And to not put you in a movie, that's the difference. I didn't say what you're saying I said is not what I said. And, and I'm simply saying it would be hard for me to go over Eddie Murphy's house, hang out with him, break bread with him, drink with him and make him laugh. And he knows I'm trying to make it. He knows I do comedy. I'm going, Eddie, you think I'm funny? Nigga, help me. Put me in something. Produce something. But if you're already in the movie with him, then the job's already done. And then later this dude, after I kind of, I sent him an email telling him that, he, he went on to realize that he was wrong in that. So that's number one. Uh, number two, you will never get me as a comic to validate what Will Smith did. Are you out of your fucking mind? At the end of the day, Chris Rock is a performer. He is a stand-up comedian. That's what he does. Will uh, assaulted someone. That's against the law. What are you validating? Okay. That's against the law. I'm sorry. Um, and as far as I've never heard Chris Rock disrespect black women. What are you talking about? I, I've never heard a bit where he's disrespected black women. An interview. Where did you get that from? Do you recall? No. Chris ever disrespected no, black women? I don't. I don't know that. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm saying I don't know of it. If he knows it, the, the yeah, sen- sen- evidence. Show me Exhibit A. But also the joke that will that he did. Chris deserved it. What was offense again? What was offensive about the joke that he called out a he 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 related her look to that of someone who was sexy in a movie years ago and that she could be making this movie today. He just, I don't understand. I still don't understand. He it didn't, was a reference point. He didn't know that she had alopecia is what everybody say that everybody in his circle and around feel that they know it. Not everybody knew she had uh, alopecia, so it wouldn't be an issue. And even if she did have it, it's alopecia. She was proud of it. She's been on her uh, her round red table show saying that she's proud of her look and her hair. So if you're proud of it, if it's your look, if you're good with it, there's nothing wrong with it. And it was comparing it to a woman who shaved her head because she was a uh, uh, GI Jane. She's a uh, uh, whatever GI Jane, like almost like a like uh, like almost like a superhero movie though, wasn't GI Jane? No, it was it was it was uh, it was it a was, military movie. It was a military, but movie. she was like this the strongest, badass. The badass. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. So I don't, the rare, it wasn't like he, he likened her to something that was disrespectful. There's nothing about, about the character that he, that he referenced that was, should have been shameful. I don't, you know, when we they all talk about punching down, what in there was punching down? And look, even if he had disrespected her in the worst way, it still is illegal to assault someone based off of a joke, whether you deem it disrespectful or not, it's still illegal to assault someone. And, and to say that it needed to be done, uh, Will Smith didn't even think it needed to be done until it, Jada let him know that it needed to be done. Hello. So come on, man. Be honest about it. And now the last part, Mike Tyson. Listen, we don't know. We'll never know. But... In terms of the eye test, the gut test, the Mike Tyson, and I've said this a million times, Customato, Kevin Rooney, Teddy Atlas, that Mike Tyson, 
the Mike Tyson that boxed, worked off a jab, could slug as well as box, had head movement, great footwork, hungry, young. That Tyson, I think, beats Holyfield. That Tyson, I think, beats Lennox Lewis, with, who, who never had a chin, who got knocked out with one punch by Haseem Rockman. That Mike Tyson, I think, beats everybody. And when you go, he just scared people. You think the nigga had a string of first round knockouts for a month straight when he was with Kevin Rooney and Customato. He set the record. I think he had 14 fights in a row where he knocked guys out in the first round. Yeah, a little nervous. Uh, the over under when Tyson was fighting was by minute, not by round. Right. If you're the opponent in the other dressing room and you know, okay, this nigga has knocked out 14 dudes consecutively in the first round. You're number 15. Not saying you're number 15 to be knocked down in the first round, but you're his 15th fight after the 14 first round KOs. You're not a little nervous? Not a little bit? Like, you're, you're sitting there saying to yourself, am I going to be number 15? Well, when people got to the second round, if when they did get to the second round, they considered that a moral victory. Yes. Yes. So, yes, motherfucker. They had reason to be nervous. All right. Um... I didn't agree with any of that. None of it. It was a garbage take. The Chris Rock, the Mike Tyson, he, 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 he didn't understand what I said. No, it was a terrible take. Yeah, but I do like the part where you said, that's not what I said. Yeah. Because that's from, that's from my, 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 my sayings. Yeah, see? <laughs> your, your Andy-isms. That's not what I said. Is rubbing off. That's not what I said. People, people don't take things in the context in which it's presented sometimes, though. Right. Don't mean to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, Allie D, uh, Andy and the Riddler. Uh, hi, ANA. Man, Andy, you really do overthink things like this riddle with the cop. If someone asked you, I have five oranges and sell two, how many do I have? You'd probably ask how much the oranges weighed. How old are they? Hell, uh, hell, you might even ask what color they are. Also, I love the hustle movie, especially the fact that you had actual licensed NBA teams and not just some made-up ones like the Boston skinheads <laughs> or the Philadelphia shitheads. That's a good point. Yeah. Anyway, love the pod piece. Uh, no, I, you you have the answer because of what's given. There, my problem with that question is I think it's a poorly done riddle. For what it's worth, that is the right answer for what they're trying to do, but you have to assume so many things to get to that answer because it says X and then it says lose. And yes, they can be used synonymously, but they're not 
in the sentence structure, the way it's set up. No, I disagree. And just because it's the way that it is doesn't mean that there's people that don't think past what's on there. And you should think past what's on there. It's not set up correctly. It's not a good riddle. Uh, Coaches, Andy the Troll. Uh, what's up, Anna? I listened to episode 374 and I heard the riddle about the ex-cop. I've come to the conclusion Andy trolls you because he knows how you get irritated quickly, LOL. As funny as that may be, he absolutely does not. Um, he says he doesn't know the answer, then says your answer is wrong, LOL. Aries, my man, you fell for the bait. I was laughing my ass off because you were getting loud and he stayed calm the whole time while saying, no, he was a little, he was getting up there too. Because uh, and, and, and I took note of that because I went, now, if I try to match his intensity, we're going to be yelling at each other over a fucking riddle the way we have in race arguments. So I, I purposely went, nah, let me, because listen, let me tell you about me. I'm an Aries. That's my Zodiac. I'm from New York. I'm a dude. I'm, I'm naturally, that's me, nigga. And if I feel somebody is trying to out me, then I, and, and, and I felt Andy going, hur, hur, hur. so I went, let me chill. Otherwise, we yelling over a fucking riddle. Um, but see, that's the point there in there, too, that he that he's missing on me. I said I couldn't answer it. Right. I said I, I didn't know it. I couldn't answer it is what I said, because I feel that the riddle is incomplete and it's a shitty riddle. Right. That's my that's my take on it. If you don't like my take, that's fine. Anyway, that's all I had to say. Keep up the good work. The pod is definitely evolving since its inception. Um, Damn, I hope so. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and then on top of that, um, you got to understand, like, if, if, if this was year one, I might go, okay, he got me. I've been doing this too long with this motherfucker to know what's real and what's not. And when no troll, that shit was real. <laughs> no, but when I do see you going, sometimes I will, I'll double down. I got really? to. Yeah, because it's, you know, then it's fun for the podcast. It's fun for me. Because if we don't agree, sometimes it's fun. Not all the time. Not all the time. I'm not going to say that at all. But a little bit there. Let me read this one. Sterling Ridley. Uh, Andy is right and wrong. There. What's up, guys? I've been a fan for a long time. Been listening since 2018. It started from the beginning. a boy. <laughs> And love the pod. I was listening to the riddle debate at the beginning of the hustle episode. And I got to say, I totally see where Andy is coming from, LOL. For once, I'll rewrite the riddle out here and then give my breakdown. Riddle. Everyone is getting this wrong. P.S. Stating that something is wrong implies that there is indeed a right answer. It just doesn't mean that you have to agree with it or that a counter argument can be posed. An ex-policeman lost his house, his car, his girlfriend... What did he lose first? My breakdown, opening the riddle with the phrase, everyone is getting this wrong, implies that there is a correct answer and gives some direction to the riddle. It doesn't say that it's an unsolvable, although some, including myself, can argue that it is. Additionally, since the riddle clearly lists the things the ex-policeman lost and it is a riddle, one can assume that the items listed are not the answer as that would be too easy. Uh, something riddles are typically not supposed to be. Therefore, the answer must be in the details, and it is. It opens with an ex-policeman. Since this is the beginning, one can assume that it must have occurred first. I don't know. It's typically not an answer to a riddle, so I wouldn't assume that to be an option. However, oh, Jesus. However, one can technically argue that it cannot be proven whether the policeman lost his job or was fired. 
Both would turn into an ex-policeman. The riddle could have said retired policeman, but then that would leave us with an answer. So I agree with Andy on the fact that you technically don't know that he lost his job, just that he is no longer a policeman. That part I can completely understand. On the other hand, we can infer that he lost his job first if we go to the scenario of him being fired and not retiring because he is described as an ex-policeman losing his house, car, girlfriend. We can infer this, although it's not uh, explicit, explicitly, explicitly, am I saying it right? Explicit. No, no, no. Explicitly, I think. Yeah. Stated because he is an ex-policeman, lost these things, not a policeman. This can probably be more clearly seen with an easier example. A fat cat security guard lost his keys. That security could only have joined a gym and lost. See, this right here is the overthinking part. This nigga is creating whole stories to validate whether or not he believes the answer is what it is. The security guard could have joined the gym and lost the weight later on and is now skinny. But when he lost his keys, he was fat. We know that because he was described as fat when he lost them, not skinny. The same applies for the ex-policeman. He may have been a policeman at one point, but when he lost his things, house, car, girlfriend, he was not a policeman because he was described as such. So in the end, Andy, you wrong, but I feel you. Overall, great riddle, and it's hilarious listening to you guys beat each other up over it. Again, I'm a huge fan and can't wait to see you guys once you come to Boston again. Much love. By the way, Aries, I'm a musician and would love to be a part of the podcast in the music department. If you need some good music, sound effects, or good cutaway material, hit me up. I don't mind helping out. Here's my YouTube. I make good music. Nothing corny. P.S. I'm a research technician for Harvard Medical School, so I'll be damned if I get a $10 a lot of money. No, you didn't get a $10 a lot of money. Got a lot of words. Yeah. Uh, but see, here's the thing, and this is what I want to say. He's trying to restructure that because this is why I say it's a poorly written riddle. The other guy gave us the riddle where he says, a man has five oranges. He sold two. How many does man have? Okay. The answer is five. The man has five oranges. There isn't a, an assumption. Now, I could overthink it and go, well, we don't know if he had more oranges. We don't know that he didn't drop one, but the answer should be in the riddle. When you do X and then you lose at the bottom, that works against each other. There's now, now you have to assume that it's not a good riddle. I'm telling you, it's not I a good riddle. I didn't assume a goddamn thing. I got it right. No, but you were assuming. No, I wasn't. You have to. That because wasn't an he, assumption. Because you don't know whether he lost his job or if he retired from his job. Joshua Pillow. X doesn't mean, it doesn't have to mean lost. So if I say that's my ex-girlfriend, that means I lost that bitch. If I said I retired and I used to be, so I'm an ex-cop. What, what do they call, what, 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 what is uh, President Obama? Is he ex-president? He's president. They still call him a president, right? Former. Former president. They say <clears throat> president when he's on uh, an interview. Former president. Uh, some say ex-president, and depending on what part of the country I'm in, they say nigger president. Now, did he lose that job or did his term end? His term ended. So he didn't lose his presidency? This is white trickery. This is white trickery. I'm, 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 I'm saying, I'm seeing, I'm, I'm no, seeing what the I'm Da Vinci saying, Code. What, what's that? It's My, not a well-written what, riddle. What, what, riddle. What, is the, what is you call that shit? Incredible Mind. The, the, the things, the drawings, the hieroglyphics. The hieroglyphics from the movie, The Mind, when you see in the white shit and letters. Oh, I don't know what they called that. You said it one time on the podcast. I, I didn't remember. know. What? 
I know, I'm not thinking the same thing you're thinking right yes, now. Yes, you are. The movie A Beautiful Mind oh, with Russell oh, Crowe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That white shit, that white lettering. I don't know what it's called. You said it on the podcast when I, I didn't I know I don't it. remember shit from one moment to the next moment. So did you lose your memory or is it an ex-memory? I think it might be. I don't know. Or a former memory. I don't know because I would have to assume which one it is. I don't know which one it is. I don't know about the the ex uh, police officer. That's my point. It's a poorly written riddle. That's uh, all. There goes that used to be nigger president. Uh, that's <laughs> what they say uh, in certain parts of the country. Is that the ex president? Nope. That's that used to be nigger president. That's the ex coon in chief. Right. Um, Joshua Pillow, the Right Hook Chronicles. Hello, Aries and uh, Anthony. Why is he calling you Anthony? I don't know. Anthony's fine. Maybe he knows who. Uh, does the does the video set up? Oh, last week's episode was crazy. The whole time, everyone was thinking right, right Hook Ronald was the new Ike Turner. But come to find out, he was the real victim. I don't condone hitting women, but I have to say the bitch deserved them black eyes. Fuck his co-worker, his cousin. Oh, fuck his co-worker, his cousin, and spit on his mama. That chick needs to be glad she ain't on Dateline, NBC, or Snapped. Because everything she did is put... Many a trifling hua in the dirt. Peace. CC ain't gonna like that one. I'm not gonna go that far, but spit on the mama. And she was 80, nigga. Yeah, you have to the look. The part where he said, and you'll hear it in our phone conversation, she couldn't even defend herself. She's 80. That, that, she's 80. And so you see that. You know, never mind. No. No, we'll get into it when we get to the conversation. All right. Uh, Renaya Williams, uh, she writes, I'm a girl putting her input in the right hook. Oh, I'm a girl putting her input in the right hook Ronald incident. If he played it right, she'd be in jail for assault and he would have the child. See, that's 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 my point that I said before. You got to know what you're doing because if you, if she pushes your buttons and does that to you, right. you're not going to get what you You get that deal. If that's what you're willing to accept, that's up to you. But I, I, there's a better way to play this. Right. Um, From Carlos Zara Zua, uh, Xmas Ronald. Yo, what's good? A&A, great email pod this week. Good Wednesday podcast too. I'm sure the email is going to get flooded with emails responding or giving their two cents on the, as Uncle Joey Coco Diaz would say, tremendous email pod. When you first mentioned that there would be a special guest emailer, I thought it might be Kyla J. Lacey. Then the wannabe comedian in me guessed and started praying to every higher power out there that a special guest emailer would be Chris Brown. Dude, I was laughing way too hard at that when I thought of it. But dude, Ronald's ex-wife, I lost my shit. Now with her telling her side of the story, damn, one thing you forgot about that she admitted to along, she admitted to along with the not loving him for eight years was that she cheated on him for five. Or as she put it, got a nut in whenever they could for five years. Yeah, that part was hard, boy, to me. Uh, now you mentioned the unforgivable sin that is spitting in a black man's mother's face. Well, I'm Mexican, and even I said out loud, what the fuck? Uh, when she said she spit in Ronald's mom's face, shit, dude, I'd have to go the Andy route and find my sister to handle that. I believe you shouldn't hit a woman no matter what, off, just off principle. Also because, uh, let's be honest, scientifically, biologically, and whatever else, women can't do the same physical damage to men that men can do to women. Well, let me just stop for a second. Maybe not, but sometimes the, the mental damage and the emotional damage, I think is just as bad as what physical could be. But then that's what you go to court for. 
And sometimes the woman wins anyway. Yeah, I'm not denying that either. Yeah. Uh, but as I'm sure, as, um, but, uh, but as I'm sure many people, including Andy and yourself will say, these women go too far sometimes. I wanted to add this regarding the Wednesday podcast. Aries, you said that if you were nice, that you'd get the whole Jordan uniform together and shave your head. Well, Aries, that shit had me laughing so hard that it gave me an idea for you. Dude, you should film that and put it on Patreon. You and Andy at a park shooting a few hoops. <laughs> Andy would make me look embarrassed <laughs> it would be horrific for my entire race um <laughs> yeah you took it all the way there my race my race would be disappointed you and andy at a park shooting a few hoops fuck it dress andy as larry bird i was just gonna say that that would be nice or some well if he did that then i'd dress as magic it would be kind of funny yeah or some hispanic ball player i would definitely pay for that on patreon aries if you read this email Please consider doing that as a sketch for the Patreon. Keep up the great work. Yo, that would be unintentional comedy. I, I love, are you done? Is he done? Oh, keep no up the great yet. work, y'all. And I can't wait to hear the next pod and what Ronald's response will be if he has one at all. Sorry for the long email if this gets read. Um, what's funny in there, he said he was, he said he was Hispanic. Did he say, yeah. which, did he say what his? No. Okay. I just think it's funny when he says uh, that because uh, he said, come up with a Hispanic player because. Right. There's only been so few in the NBA, so right. uh, and, none and of, no one, none of them are, yeah. are going to stand. Yeah, um, can you think of one? Well, the Phoenix Suns had a center, and I forgot his name. Uh, and I used to tell a joke where I used that reference, so right. I knew all three of them. Right. Uh, don't even know him. One's one's mixed. He's black and and Hispanic. So that that you know right. that, that, that's I don't even know if you count that one. I mean, you do, but right. you don't. Right. Uh, it's very few. It's and it was the dude from Mexico that was the son was was the center for the Suns. Is that the one that's the really one that stood out to me? And I can't remember his name even right now. Uh, I know of one. Uh, he played for the Miami Heat. He was like a backup point guard, Carlos Arroyo. I think he was Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah, that's the only one I could think of. Uh, there's a few Puerto Rican players. There's no. There's very few Mexican players. There are very very right. few to none. Uh, very few Puerto Rican. Right. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's a, it's a limited, it's a, it's, it's a small, uh, uh, group. Mexicans are big with soccer though, right? Most Latin. Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah. Soccer's the one. Um, this is from LB Cool. I like that. LB Cool. It's a good name. Sound like that nigga, everything he wears, leather, even his drawers. <laughs> <laughs> Would you, if you were in leather drawers, are they boxers or are they briefs? Oh, they got to be boxes. <laughs> they got to be boxes. <laughs> oh, God. You dick just swimming in sweat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what's up, fellas? Uh, right hook. Uh, for the last month, I've held my tongue on the mass shootings that has happened and the fact that what was said on this podcast exampled how I, how I was feeling. So I'm listening to the right hook Ronald story. And I got to say, after hearing his side of his ex-wife full detailed story, I would have had to choke her out spitting on my on Big Mama. Well, whooped ass. So Aries question, what is the funniest sayings you've heard from Andy that had you laughing and made you want to use it? Um, I know there's some in this podcast. Uh, yeah, but I, I'm not the one. I'm not that one word or you know quick settings guy it's not my right. that's not my area 
Um, yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to, I'm telling you, the, 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 it, it's more like situations. Uh, that's why I'm saying that episode where he called me out on my hair was fucking hilarious, dude. Because he said it with such confidence and knowledge. Because <laughs> he, he knew what he was looking at. And I was thrown away. Like, how could this white man, at that time, I was like, how could this hunky know? Growing up around black people, and my son is a barber. Of course I know. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. If my son wasn't a barber, maybe I wouldn't, maybe I wouldn't pay attention the same way. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, June Bug Spade. What's up, fellas? Uh, this is a two-part email. First and foremost, hell fucking no to that name Andy suggested and you co-signed. I'm not about to be in a group with balls and boys <laughs> in the same sentence. That's a big A-O pause from all my New York people. How about uh, dangling dinglers? What do you call it? <laughs> dingling danglers? Yeah, something. Yeah, how about that one? Uh, uh, come up with something better. If we have shirts made up with that title on it, people would think that that was the name of a float in the Pride Parade. Just take off the, bo- the boys then. Then what do you call it? The boys Brigade? Yeah. Yeah, but Balls gives it, you know what I mean? That sing. Could be just Balls Brigade, but no boys then. Balls Brigade. Balls Brigade. Because then it doesn't sound... Uh, yeah, I'm not mad at Balls Brigade. Yeah. Yeah. You put the boys on the end, I think. Balls Brigade boys? Yeah. I think <laughs> Either way, it's... Yeah, Balls Brigade is, is yeah. good. Um, on to my next topic. I've purposely avoided this Ronald Williams subject because it's a catch-22. In the eyes of comedy, there's funny angles to it. Oh. Oh, boy. God. Sometimes part of the reason why I'm so fat is because of the saying, your eyes are bigger than your stomach. So when I see a buffet, I want to eat everything I see. That's why to avoid that, I'm going to have Ronald Williams with me from now on. So when I see too much food, I'll go, oh, Ronald, pop, pop. He'll swell up my eyes and I won't be able to see the food. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, But on a more serious side of things, no matter what she did, his response to her actions were wrong. You can't go to prison for cheating, but you can obviously go for assault. I really think this whole thing needs to be left alone. This This could get messier than already is. Yes, Ronald chose to put his business out there, but now we got his ex-wife writing in. I can see all of this attention adding gas to the fire. These two already have. We got a few good jokes and laughs off, but I'd hate to find out later that all of this reignited some more serious shit with these two. I lied because I actually have a third topic, movie cliches. I hate when in a fight scene before someone attacks, they have to yell out that they are passing a kidney stone, especially when the opponent's back is towards them. Why scream and let them know when you're about to strike? I'm sure you guys won't agree with my Ronald suggestion, but as a loyal day one fan, I don't want to see anyone get hurt or in trouble. Be safe, peace. This is why I'm glad <clears throat> we had the phone call with Ronald. He, we haven't had it yet. They don't know about it yet. Yeah, we. No, oh no, we, you said you were going to put it at the end. Yes, but fuck. Yeah, uh, so they don't know about this phone call. So you have to say that I just let the cat out of the yeah, bag. You let the cat out of the bag. Yeah, we call. Listen, we're gonna call Ronald at the end of the episode and talk to him. Um, and we've talked to him. Uh, he's not. Relax, Junebug. But but I I'll be honest. I I've had 
issues talking about this, even though right. we've made it kind of funny. And we both have talked about it even afterwards that right. this isn't this isn't a platform that we want to give to someone to talk about, and especially the other people writing in about actually hitting women and being okay with it. But this uh, this did escalate in a way where people were writing in and there was uh, talk on it, and it was uncomfortable, but when we were able to get the email from his his ex, uh, there was something there worth having the conversation for. And uh, it, it's still something that is uncomfortable. And, and to be honest, we really haven't had the conversation because I would love for women to write in about women like this. Again, it doesn't excuse what Ronald did, but sometimes I feel like we really let women off the hook. And we, yeah, and no one's, uh, us, the two of us on the podcast have not condoned any of the violence toward, the, uh, the violent part towards women. No, that was not condoned. But the conversation is that this does happen and to neglect having this conversation openly because it, how it, how it came to us would be wrong as well. So we're having it. And, uh, from what we understand and from what we read, I don't think there's a chance of escalating this uh, situation. It sounds like these people have uh, a little bit more understanding and they're not in the same place that they were at that moment. So who knows? But uh, I don't think this is going to ignite it. I, that would not be uh, what we're looking to have happen here. And we're not trying to make fun. We, we, even though we did get some jokes out, we're not trying to minimize what this is. This still is real. And that's why we're having it. <clears throat> Terrell Allen. Uh, if you love Gemstar, you're definitely going to love these big booties. Please read my email. I promise I've been saying I'm going to do this and I've been failing to do it. I am going to send Anthony these pictures so that for the visual part of this podcast, he can put them up and let the people see. Just to make sure they're not copyrighted ones. Off, off pictures? Yeah. Oh. Uh, what's up, uh, ANA, a.k.a. the Jew and the Jerk? Thank you for reading my email. Email. Uh, almost sound Asian. Thank you for reading my email. You know, he used to do a great joke about that John Panette when he would talk about Free Willy. He did his bit about Free Willy. He goes, you know, Asian people would come out of the theater. Oh, my God, we love Free Willy. Free Willy. <laughs> can't do that joke anymore. <laughs> there's, a, there's a clip. I wish I could find it. Um, there's a rap song. And in the hook, somebody's saying, bop, dap, dap, da, bop, da, bop, da, bop, dap, dap, da, bop, and somebody cut in a retarded kid and he's going, that, 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 yeah, that. Seen, have yeah, you seen it's, that? It's, it's on. Yeah, oh, dude, sure. that fucking, I lost my soul, nigga. All right, anyway. A mentally challenged kid, by the way. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just trying to help you out. I'm, I'm trying to get you not to get letters. Okay. Uh, I was hype as shit when I heard you say my name. I love the podcast. Keep doing your motherfucking thing. Tell me, tell me what you and Andy think. Please read this on the email for you guys. Pandora. I know that's too much for you. It's too much. I, I, I like looking at that one, though. That really? one, Yeah, I like the, because the waist is right. Okay. But the ass is too. No, it's, it's not. That it's, it's just not. It's not something I could control. I can't work ah, there. See what I'm saying? To the guy that wrote, does Andy say things that get you? That right there. It's something I can't control. Even if I was. The, the, the fact that you go. It's something I can't control as though it controls you. <laughs> well, no, seriously. Like if you try to flip that over, it might get too much momentum. And the next thing I know, I'm on the ground, man. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, buns forever. Nah, that's, that's not my. Uh, stormily, stormy, stormy, stormy. Nah, I see the dense. That's dense. It's not only dense, but look, okay. I'm God, I'm being mean here. 
But that almost looks like the SpongeBob SquarePants right there. Each one is see how it's square? It's flat on the right. Yeah, that's right. not the right yeah, shape. No, that's not. That, but that looks too. Uh, and then yes, Maya curves. Yeah, she definitely could get it. That she, that's yes. Oof. All right. Let me see that though. Damn. Damn. You know what I mean? Andy said, damn. And she's in squat position like she's taking a dump. <laughs> Shit on me. <laughs> <sighs> See, yeah, that, that. Um, let me get back to another riddle one. <laughs> um, you like the riddle ones? No, no. It's just I no, want to sh- shake it up. I it know, is. but I like them. I think they're funny. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, come on, you fuck. Um, Jesus Christ. Okay, we're moving. We, we, what the fuck? Did I go down too far? I went out too far. You went to another month. Yeah. Uh, Andy's percentage. All right. <clears throat> I don't know if this is about a riddle, but from Havoc 04, Andy's percentage. Y'all are both speaking truth. I wish you'd listen to Andy more on this. I feel he's speaking more in a Jadakiss bar saying, I'm just happy to be here kind of way. And I think you might be missing out the time put in comedy. You've been in since a child. He joined much later. Either way, love y'all. Come to Alaska, nigga. Roger Barkley. This is what is he talking about? About, about our comedy. When we're talking about comedy oh. and my feelings on it, your feelings on it. Oh. I am happy to be here. I'm, I'm telling you, you know, this doesn't get said. I don't say this on the podcast, but I didn't mm. really start this till I was 42. And then to get into comedy and then to be able to be on the road, to meet you, to meet all the comics, to be there. And this is something that I think you didn't get because you were at a level that you went up right away. Mm -hmm. But to be in the green room and be part of a show of someone that you've looked at and listened to for years. Right. You know, that's I never thought I'd get that. And then to have these moments. I mean, I'm appreciating what comedy has given back to me. Right. Comedy really has because I. I can't imagine that, you know, and, and Norm McDonald's not here. So that's a good one because I saw Norm. I know Norm's not your flavor, but, you know, I, I saw Norm on Saturday Night Live, his, his, his movie, uh, you know, the, the things that he did. And I was, I was a Norm fan. I like his, I liked his creativity. I like how he presented things. I liked how different he was. And then I got to hang out with Norm for, you know, a, a weekend and, and be part of that little what's said in the green room. I mean, these are special things to me, man. What's the thing you're most grateful for that comedy gave you? Freedom. Freedom. Freedom to, to, to be able to do what I'm doing uh, and not be, you know, not punching a clock in, not going to a job that, you know, takes up your hours. And then you can't, you know, we, even when I was starting to do comedy, I was still working a job. And I had to be back there. It was, a, it, was, it was a time constraint, you know, and you were, you were like, if I wanted to go away for a weekend, I had to ask for time off and I'd go do a weekend and then I would come back mm. Man, comedy has given me freedom to to experiment with my uh, what is my creative side and actually get to feel this. Uh, it's it's amazing, and, and and getting to the other thing that it's really given me, and these I guess go hand in hand, is to be around other creative people, to work with creative people. Working with you is a big deal. You know, you've been creative for a long time. You don't know life without being creative. But when you're in the workforce, your creativity is fucking. You're not supposed to come to work with creativity. They they have right. a, a setup for you. They don't want you bringing your shit to their job. Right. I get to work with creative people. To, to be in function around other people that are creative is an amazing feeling. You know, it's crazy. Uh, <clears throat> while Jay Moore and I were in Jerry Maguire together, 
we didn't work together. Matter of fact, I was never on set when he was on set. Um, but when we just did this movie uh, with Paul Rodriguez, I was riffing so much. At one point, he was just like, dude, underrated. He goes, I thought Patrice was funny. The shit you're coming up with off the cuff, that's fucking insane. Um, and, you know, to hear that from him, a lot of respect for Jay. But isn't it great to be around other creative people that are giving you that same energy that makes that possible? Yeah. Because if, oh, yeah. if you're around with a dead audience, so they were just actors that didn't want to have anything right. into being riffing and being fun, right. you wouldn't get that. This, this It is so amazing being around other creatives. Right. Uh, I, I imagine, and I'm going to say this, and this is probably way off what I'm trying to say, but like if you're a porn star, and, and plus you to be fucking with other people that know how to fuck that right, same way. Right. That's kind of amazing. You probably go home and, or like you go out that weekend, you fuck some regular dude and you'd be like, this ain't the same. I mean, one's work. I know one, but there's, it's still a creative outlet. There's things right. that we go through and only those people that are in that. And that's why I use porn. It's such a specific industry. But when you have a relationship with those people in what you do well, it's amazing. Right. Um, <clears throat> the question I asked you, what, what are you most grateful for that comedy gave you? Ask me the same question. Okay. What's, what are you most grateful for that comedy has given you? You. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I've given you nothing but headaches. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Malone, uh, the riddle debate. Uh, no, no. Uh, t-shirts, man. No, I did. You've I... given me a whole nother revenue stream. I'm going to quote Don Cheadle. To Denzel in uh, Mo Better Blues. Hey, man, you know how to put money in a nigga pocket. Dude, but I was, and, and, and people aren't going to realize this when you said, I was, I was almost mad at you for not doing them. Yeah, you, you, know, you, 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 you put some of your Jew dust on me. Nigga. Dude, and it's not, it's not, I really believe that, you know, when we're out on the road, we have to, you know, there's only so much time to make money because we are right. our own business. Right. So you got to make that money, man. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for all your Jewy ways. <laughs> Danny, Danny Malone, the riddle debate. LOL, peace, a and Both of you are correct. Andy is right from a contextual perspective. And Aries, you're correct according to the riddle. So the win goes to Aries for subject matter. But I get you, Andy. Peace and light. I li See, I like that. And I, I agree with that 100%. Boom! I agree with it. I, I said, yeah, structure for the way it was set up. Yeah, but that ain't the right setup. Don't mean to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. Darius and Van, reconciliate. Glad I was able to finally see you close for Andy at the first Tacoma show. I would have stayed and got a shirt and pick, but I had daddy duties early Saturday morning. You went in on some of the hecklers, especially the dude, the red velvet shirt. You could easily turn him into a podcast character. Corey Holcomb said he wanted you and Vlad to come on his show. Would you ever go back on the show so you and him could reconciliate? Think it would be uh, financial beneficial to the podcast you're on. Both Spears and Steinberg, as well as the new Vlad TV show you have, it's all up to you. You and Andy will have my respect, as always. Wish you two nothing but growth and success, Darius. And Van, P.S., I'm the one that asked Elon Musk on Twitter to give you your Twitter back. I think Kyla mentioned it on the last episode she was on. Uh, Corey ain't interested in uh, conciliating. Reconciliating. He ain't, he ain't interested in that. This motherfucker, when he talks about me, has so much venom in his voice. 
Uh, he's but not interested in that. Why? You had nothing. You you and him had no beef in that. It's the most immature shit ever. Um, you should write a joke about it. About that situation? Yeah. Yeah. No, about him. Not the not the not the fight. The the. Right. Just him. Just you and him. Right. Because it would be funny then. Then even have to address it. Uh, or I could sick my dog on him. <laughs> Ronald. <laughs> get him, boy. Get him. Yeah. Uh, Darius Davis, episode 374. Thank you, Andy, for breaking down the Jordan and LeBron replicas. No one can replicate LeBron because he's just fucking special genetically. And LeBron just started getting hurt in his mid to late 30s. So stop calling him uh, like these soft niggas in the game today. Kay Leonard, for example, Jimmy Butler is considered one of the healthier players in the league, and he even sits. You can't discredit guys for what coaches and trainers decide. I'm sure guys would play a lot more games if contracts weren't guaranteed like they are. Franchises play the long game nowadays to be ready for playoffs, and as far as losing teams, they want to be able to trade healthy pieces. So you're going to sit and shut down players. I agree the NBA today is as soft as Lizzo's ankle meat. But would you miss, <laughs> but would you miss out on free bread if you got paid $37 million to perform in all 50 states in two months and only had to compete a percentage to get that full $37 million? Would you not take a sick day or two? That's all I'm going to say. And also they made Bo Cruz look nice as hell and he's garbage in real life. The movie was good, but I play ball in real life, and the scoring cuts were so hard to watch. Love the pod, and no $10 here. You know, I'm going to say, this is what I'm talking about, how we made the point about Kenny G. Having to be a musician to understand what musicians are talking about. Right. Maybe if I was a ball player, You'd see I it. could understand it. But it looked good to me. Yeah. The cut scenes look good to me. I got, an, I got something, though, on, on these games, though, in sitting. What they have to do is get rid of some of the games. There's too many games. Nah, I remember Patrice talked about that on Opie and Anthony. He was like, why does basketball have to be 82 games? It doesn't. I like it. I think it's just enough. Add another play. Baseball at 162 is ridiculous. Add another playoff series. Add one more ring, rung in the playoff games. Then. One more what? Rung in the playoffs. You mean round? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Another round. Another go. Is round. rung right? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was, but maybe it's not. <laughs> uh, I, I was thinking rung, like when you were on the, on like, the bars, on the, the rungs. Like, like when... when not rung a bell when you the rungs on on a like a uh, on like monkey bars or something like, like when that. Rodney rung a bitch clock. <laughs> I knew it was going. I was trying not to let it happen, but no, they need to. They need to. Players, here's why I think that some of the games have right. to go away, and that you shouldn't get to sit. And I know that they say it's coaches, and you know, but if right. you're if you're a kid. And uh, me as a dad, if I was to get take my kid to a game and I was excited to take him to see this team that's coming in and there's a player on there that my kid loves. Right. And I bought my ticket and I brought it two months in advance, whatever. I got my kid. I spent more money than I really have. We're going to go to the game and we get there and the dude's not playing. Fuck the NBA. You know what they should do? If the dude's not playing and you planned and you did everything you said in preparation to see this guy, they should automatically refund you with a playoff ticket. Okay. I'll take that deal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you, you, you automatically get to come to the playoff for a game. Playoff. I said playoff. I sound like magic. Let me tell you about the playoff. <laughs> uh, you, you get, you get a ticket to the playoffs. but it, they, there should be some 
there should be some kind of benefit to the fans if their players aren't on aren't there because that's right. what they're coming to see. Right. And there's people there's there's teams that aren't great teams and then they have a great team come in and people want to see them and that's the game that they rest because it's not a big deal game. And, and those people get shortchanged. First of all, their team ain't great. Right. And now they're not even getting to see the great players that they paid for that ticket to take right. someone to. I think the NBA should consider changing the way that the season's run. I, I don't know. Or extend the season. And so there's uh, the season's a little longer, but not so many games throughout the week. I don't know what the answer is. I just think that there should be something done differently because I don't like this uh, game management and, and you buy a ticket and then the dude's not there that you wanted to see. Right. Uh, incidentally, there was a guy that wrote an email. I don't know if I'll get to it. Uh, that said he is sick and tired of you and I talking about Jordan versus LeBron. He said, "Thank God, there's a fast forward button." <laughs> uh, and if you listen to the fast forward button when you scre- and that screeching right. sound, that sounds like the tennis shoes that Jordan and LeBron make when they're on the court. Right, right, right. Oh, Jordan uh, taking flight. Um, okay, uh, Dematic, the producer. Uh, hey, Aries. Hey, what's up, ANA? I'm going to keep this email short and simple. I just heard that R. Kelly got sentenced 30 years, which is okay because he deserves that. But why is the focus on him more than it is on the parents? I know they were just as guilty as well, but nobody wants to talk about that. Just want to get your thoughts on that. Oh, and by the way, I was saying the same thing as well when you and Andy were beefing over the riddle. Andy, you got to stop overthinking it. I know it's hard, but at least try. LOL. Peace and love. It's not overthinking. It's understanding set and structure. And, and, and when you lay something out, was incorrect. Uh, it could, riddles should be better than that. That's all I'm saying. There's a lot of great riddles, and I, and I enjoy a good riddle. It wasn't written right, man. That's not about overthinking. It's about the people who should have overthought it was the people who wrote the riddle in the first fucking place. Mm. Um, do the parents get blamed? I think the parents deserve some blame, but I mean, you, what are you going to do? You're going to, because their kid was assaulted, their child's assaulted, but did they, did they serve him up? I don't know, man. Right. And then, and this is a whole nother, they're not, they're not prosecuting the people who are doing the crime. So let's, right. let's get to that part first. I get, I, I don't know what's wrong with parents though. Parents, parents don't do a great job. So a lot of parents don't do a great job. You know what Will Smith would say about that? What? Parents just don't understand. <laughs> uh, what's that? Oh, okay, right there. Um, Andy spitting truth. I think this is from Havoc 04 as well. Andy spitting truth. It's weird to, to me to say what I'm about to say, but I'm so glad Andy said what he said about reparations. Jim, Jim Crow victims are where reparations should start, to start with anyway. Uh, and also, the indigenous people should be first. Aries has a point, though. Why can't both happen at the same time? Because both things happened at the same time. Anywho, love the cast. Come to Alaska. Oh, this is Roger Barkley again. Roger Barkley. But reparations can be given out in different kinds of ways. Any way that... that, that Fine, and I guess it's fine. It's all financial then at this point. Any way that financially benefits that group. So there are ways that you could do it at the same time. It's not just. There's a lot of things they could do. I mean, I'm, 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 I, reparations could be that people. Uh, let, 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 let's go with uh, 
the the gym gym people who suffered through Jim Crow. What if they didn't have to pay taxes for X amount of years? That would be part of reparations. Mm. It doesn't always just have to be cash in a check form. It could be cash in future investments. It could be cash in certain things in, in, in any kind of way. I, I'm not minimizing it to that. I'm just saying there's other ways to look at this. Uh, with, with, uh, with the First Nations, uh, the casinos are a start, and it should be more, where the, their, their land and their property should be able to grow them a lot more money. Uh, there's things that the government can do in, in that aspect. I'm, I'm not saying that that's it, and then that's where I'm drawing to draw a line. I'm just saying we have to be more creative about how we can benefit communities that have been underserved and, and deliberately ruined by uh, our past. So there's ways to do it, though. And it, it doesn't have to just be a check like everybody. Like, that's the first thought of what reparations is. But there's other ways to go about it. No sneakers, nigga. That was from Patrice on yeah. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, it's from my girl. Sarah, Sarah, no time is a good time. All right. Uh, holy fuck. I clutch my pearls listening to Miss Right Hook. Miss Right Hook's whole deposition. <laughs> At first, I for sure thought Ronald was going to be the next OJ. However, I was wrong, and I apologize, Ronald. Ah, see? A woman sympathizing. Ronald, I am sorry you went through all of that. You experienced a relationship rupture to the fullest extreme. The type of insecure attachment, bond, and damage Miss Right Hook has caused is evident within Ronald's emails. To be completely real, Ronald, you need to speak to a therapist. The type of anger and pain you are harboring within will affect every relationship in your life, including the relationship <clears throat> with your child and yourself. Emotionally, focused attachment-based therapy would be an excellent form of treatment for you. I am a graduate school, I'm in graduate school to become a therapist. That's why I'm rattling off, I'm rattling off all this shit. Oh, God. Shrimps, real soon. Anyway, Miss Right Hook, uh, you trifling. Rest in peace, Shannon. Damn, that was sad. Sarah, Sarah, no time is a good time for your own. Thank you, baby. Glad to hear a woman and a regular woman who we have. You know what it's a good time for right now? What's that? Seafood buffet. Uh, let's finish at 530, dog. <laughs> Okay, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with it. That's why I said shrimps coming up. Uh, uh, okay. Um, let's see. Go back to uh, Dear Andy. Okay. Dear Andy by Timothy Williamson. This ain't your guy, Tim, is it? No. Okay. You guys, uh, yo, guys, love the pod. Shit is fire. Fellas, but fuck all that. Andy, with no due respect, shut the fuck up. Not every woman deserves to get hit, but that bitch deserves to get beat the fuck up. Ronald Williams, I feel you, big dog. That bitch used you for eight years of security, house, bills paid, kid taken care of, and she didn't have to lift a finger. She fucks in your beds, divorces you, fucks your cousin, and then spit in your mama's face. Nah, B, not only would I have raccoon the eyes, but she would still be getting that ass whooped by my ratchet female cousins every time they see her. Straight up. That's a dirty bitch. And she sounded like she was proud of that shit. Salute, right hook, Ronald. 
I don't care what nobody says. If someone spit in your mom's face, you're fucking them up in that moment. In, uh, and in hindsight, of course, it's easier to be the bigger man. Again, Andy, please shut the fuck up. Keep it fucking, fellas. Peace. See, I like this, and this is why I'm going to say this. Right. Because I hate dicks like this that write in. When you said the exact same thing that I said. Right. That, yes, you feel that you want to put those buttons get pushed. Yes, they deserve it. Yes, everything right. that's it. But neither one of us are going to jail for it, and there's a better way to get it done. Right. But he didn't call you in and tell you to shut the fuck up. So, good sir. Why don't you shut the fuck up? Mm. Dude, you just, some of these bitch asses, they fucking write in here and say shit because they don't want to say it to you. So they put it on me because they think that that's the cool way to do it. Fuck you. Fuck you and people that look like you. How's that? <clears throat> Is that man a regular civilian? Good. I'm going to kick your ass later. Suck my dick. Kiss my ass. <laughs> bitches. <laughs> you guys are getting more and more like me every day. Next thing you'll have afros and Big dicks. <laughs> Dude, I, I just don't understand. I, I, we get quite a few people that will say that, and we'll say the same thing, but they'll throw it on me. Fuck them. Mm. Wayne Deshaw. Nigga, nigga, nigga. Yo, what the fuck? I should have said it like Paul. Nigga, nigga, nigga. Yo, what the fuck? Bloody Nora, G's Louise, Rice and Peas. I just listened to the email episode titled The Ronald Chronicles, which is in hindsight should have been called Right Hook Origins, How Black Highs Were Made. <laughs> <laughs> because every villain needs an origin story. But after hearing that email from his trifling ex, Bent, and he writes in uh, parentheses, UK slang for woman, ex Bent. Right Hook is an anti-hero, if not the victim in all of this. Oh, that's my ex, Bent. You fucking Europe niggas are weird. Uh, when you read that she spat on his mother, I nearly choked on my chicken wrap lunch. Then when she mentioned she fucked his cousin, I punched my own coffee table in anger. The only thing respect, respectable about this hua is that she's honest about spreading her legs like butter for any stiff dick. People have been killed for way less, but this trollop treated on her, uh, cheated on her husband, fucked his coworker and cousin, and then on top of, the, of this cunt, clam, calamity cake, spat on his mother. Boy, talk about creative. Boy, I've never hit a woman, but let that have been me. That would have been no waiting for my female siblings' reinforcement to connect that. Egregious. 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 That's a tough one. Yeah. Egregious behavior. I'm busting down that door without backup. Fuck a warrant. Someone is getting dragged out by their extensions and getting their instant karma. But I digress. I'm sure I'm, the only, I'm one of many who wrote in after listening to the email. Finally, Aries, I fully identify with that Johnny Depp quote you read. When you can't even go home for your own sanctuary or peace, it's the worst kind of prison. My dad also used to sit in his car to get away from my mom, from my mom, when she would act up. But he wouldn't drive away because gas was expensive even back then. <laughs> he would just sit there looking angry like he was on a stakeout waiting for his perp. Anyway, I appreciate the show. Keep up the good work. And P.S. Lisa, you ain't shit, bitch. Ooh, okay. Uh, that, 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 yeah. that was the first person addressed, addressed her straight up. Yeah. Um, okay. Um... Let me do a Jane Elliott. Hmm. Riddles. William Johnson. Aries riddles are misleading. You always have to 
think outside the box to solve. It's never that straightforward. It was, William. It was. I don't know why you guys are making this more complicated than it is. Because it was poorly worded. What was the? Oh, look. Yeah, I like this one. Angela Margucci. No, this bitch is Italian. Angela fuck about Gucci. How about we love to eat your Gucci? <laughs> and they go from that to your body. <laughs> and then if I did that, then my dick would smell like Dodie. All right. The cop riddle. Guys, first, Andy is correct. Firstly, Andy is correct. Andy, I understand where you're coming from. However, a riddle is meant to be misleading. You're thinking about the syntax of the sentence too much. The definition of riddle. A question or statement intentionally phrased so as to require ingenuity in ascertaining its answer or meaning, typically presented as a game. This is literally what Aries was saying. Here's a riddle that you have to surmise uh, the answer to because it's lacking details. The more you have it, the less you see it. What is it? Darkness. And for the record, the cop is retired. They typically refer to them as such, a retired cop. Keep up the good work, Angela. I like this bitch. I like this fucking bitch. She's fucking good. Yeah, but see, and what she said there, uh, where, where did she say it? Here's the real surmise the answer because it's lacking details. See, they gave details. That's the problem. And they gave incorrect details. That's the problem that you guys are not seeing. So even though she broke down, she gave you the literal definition. Of what riddle is. A riddle. Yeah, I know what a riddle is. It's a poorly written riddle. That doesn't mean it's a good riddle. That doesn't mean that you're not right. It just means that it was <clears> a <throat> shitty riddle. Thomas Pellinger. Riddle breakdown. Yo, Aries and GT Andy. What's good? So uh, not going to take up too much time. Just wanted to show Andy how you know the cop is fired. The riddle asks, what did he lose first? That part implies he is at a loss. Then it gives you other losses. His car, house, yes. girlfriend. Uh-huh. Now, Andy, you being a logical person, if he had retired or did anything other than lose his job, does this cop go through the string of losses? Probably not. There had to be some catalyst that started all of his problems. That would be his job, sir. And then the snowball effect of all the rest. So that's the assumption. So if we want to make an assumption, here's my assumption. His girl left him. He was so distraught he got in a car accident. Because but is that he realistic got in a car to do accident, what you're doing? Is he that realistic? Go to work. Yeah. Is that realistic but to no, do what you're no, doing? No, it's not realistic. But neither is what he's saying, what ex-cop means. That's my problem. And then say to lose. It, it isn't well-worded riddle. I'm just trying to tell you, in most riddles, when you read the riddle, even when you read the one about the the, the it, it, it gives a format that you can't go, you don't vary <sighs> It, 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 they didn't do, it was not well worded. Brian Dixon, ex-cop riddle. Andy, don't be an idiot. The way you talk around the riddle is how you talk around a lot of the conversations you and Aries have. You word dance around topics to get your point across. That's why in the beginning, when we were first introduced to you on the podcast, some of your talking points aren't taken kindly to some of the listeners at first. It was too much to cipher through. Anyway, the point of the riddle is to make you think, double think your answer. The answer was in the riddle itself. It's all critical thinking. The riddle, uh, the riddle itself isn't wrong. The, pers- the first part said an ex-cop. That alone tells you he used to be a cop. The ex means one that formerly held right. a specific position. English dictionary. 
But when used, the term ex is usually used in a negative term, like ex-boyfriend, girlfriend, cop, etc. Usually meaning they were fired, disgraced, or broken up with. You don't use ex when someone retires. You say retired, teacher, cop, warehouse, worker, like uh, they left in there on their own. There's no negative connotation to it. It's just a riddle. Andy and you were wrong. Just take that. And Aries, you a soft-ass nigga for blocking me on IG. You can't take personal disagree. You can't take people disagreeing with you. So you resort to name calling and you block me. It's all good. It's your IG and you do what you want. But it's not like I went hard at you. It was just a simple disagreement about MJ and Brian. You still a funny nigga and love the pop, but damn you soft. Hey, listen, cocksucker. Get it right, motherfucker. I don't block people. And I've said this. I don't block people for joking at me. I don't mind being laughed with as long as I'm not being laughed at. What I block people for, and I don't block people for disagreeing with me. I'm not that goddamn soft. I block people for disrespect. You, When I block you, it's because you said something that was disrespectful. And that's not laughing with me. That's laughing at me. Get it right, fucker. And if you fucking come at me again crazy, I'm going to block you from emailing me. <laughs> okay. How's that for soft? Now, let me get to this, what he said. You spent, and this is where people say overthinking. And I just want to, I want to point something out to you because you, uh, who is this dude? Uh, Brian Dixon. Okay, Mr. Dixon. You spent your whole time telling me about X and the definition of X. The point in that riddle, when you get to the bottom, it says, which did he lose first? First of all, X means former. It can be put in the negative. It means former. Then it says lose. You spent all your time on X, and my problem is with the word lose at the end, and that's why the riddle isn't written well. And if you don't understand me in my context, and I'm still speaking the same way, it's because I speak, I, I am highly critical thinker. I do think a lot about what I'm about to say and how it comes out and how, uh, how we define things, how we move through things. And so a lot of times people don't catch up with what I'm doing right away. And sometimes it doesn't even come out right because it is so much that goes into what I'm thinking. But that, sir... That is not worded correct. That is not a well-worded. I'm going to stick with that. And now I'm going to stick with the people who keep saying, no, it isn't worded very well. I understand what the answer is. It's not worded well, man. And you were not even focused on the part where it's not worded well. Lose okay. is the part that makes it not correct. Jonathan Moore. Right hook Ronald's story is crazy. Hey, Aries and Andy, a vid podcast. Oh, a vid. Oh, goodness. Avid. What the fuck? Uh, what the fuck, pal? Uh, <laughs> avid podcast listening. I won't. Avid, but then he said, I've, okay. So I fucked up by saying avid when it's avid. But then he fucked up in the wording. Avid podcast listen. You forgot the er. Uh, but second time emailing. Maybe he just doesn't like the hard er. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, come here, you nig. <laughs> Uh, which is worse? If, if he was, if you're a racist white person, certainly we know. Come here, nigga, is bad. Come here, nig, is that just as bad? I think if it, come, if it comes out of a racist white person, yeah, I think it okay. is just as bad, don't you? Come yeah. here, nig. Okay, I didn't say it though. Right. <laughs> uh, but second time emailing, and yes, Aries, I started from episode one, and a good boy. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Yes, Jonathan, you're a good boy. If I was white, I'd kiss you in your mouth. Uh, like white people do their dogs. Blah, blah, blah. 
Again, certain white people. Episode one, and I'm catching up slowly. I've been a fan of your Aries. Damn, nigga, you're missing letters. This is the wheel of fortune of emails. Uh, I've been a fan of your Aries for a long time. I've been a fan of y'all for a long time. See, it just sounds so much better yeah. when you read it like that. The, I've been a fan of y'all long time. I hear you. Uh, different kind, better Asian. You seem like a cool dude. So this right hook Ronald guy story was fucking crazy. I had to stop listening for a second just to process the fact his ex-wife emailed in. I don't agree with him, but I understand why he did it. She was definitely, she was definitely work for keeping him in that mental prison. She was definitely work. Uh, she, you know what that's for? He left out for, so you could put it in a lot. Oh, a lot of money. She was definitely a lot of work. He a definitely owed uh, $10, a lot of money. Yeah, nigga, I hope you never write riddles because <laughs> you will prove Andy's point to the T. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> P.S. I'm on episode 196. I heard you briefly talk Mad TV and your castmates, but do you, but do you going into deeper details on why Mad TV got canceled? No, and I got some more bad news for you before you even finish this. I'm he, done. No, I know, but you gave him a, a, a little good boy for. There being, was about two missing letters and, and two things worded horribly. Yeah, but you also gave him a good boy for listening to it in the right. order. He ain't listening to that in in the order. He's listening to the way that I said because if you read, he says I'm on episode 198, but he's talking about Right Hook Ronald. So he's listening to the current episode and going back and listening to the old episodes. Jonathan, why you lie? <laughs> Why you lying? You, you know liar. What? This is what I'm saying. Dudes just want to agree with you. And they say they're agreeing with you. And they're not even paying attention to what the fuck they're doing. You liar. You, Jonathan, you lie. <laughs> Why you lie? Um, and you know how I figured that out? How? Because it's a riddle. And it was the context of the way it was written that I figured out what the fuck he said. Real quick. Deidre Ann Johnson. She simply writes, the bitch had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> now, and, and just for everybody, you know what? And and, I, and we've said this on here, and I want to make sure that it's said this way. We both understand it. Yes. We both. We've been saying that from the beginning. But you just, you just don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we get it. Uh, okay, uh, two more. Um, <laughs> and to all of you, uh, I'm sorry, fallen soldiers. Uh, I can't read them all. And by next week, we're on to something new. So as this podcast grows, uh, everybody's emails just can't get read. And on, on, on a, a topic like this, which, like I said, if we were a radio station, the phone lines have been lit. We got so many emails about this right hook, Ronald, and the riddle. Uh, we just can't get to them all because this would be a three-hour podcast. So, again, to those who we don't read, how do I say goodbye? Sorry, but thank you, but we love you. Uh, Devin Johnson, Loose Spit Lisa. Uh, this is a three-part email. I didn't want to hear about Right Hook Ronald, but it was surprising to hear from his ex-wife, Loose Spit Lisa, saying she spit on his mom. Anyway, I'm still hoping to see another Friday movie with Ice Cube. There was Friday, next Friday, Friday after next. I was thinking next Friday could be the fourth, uh, could be Friday the fourth and have that movie <clears throat> be about July 4th. Lastly, I'd like to give you a cute, uh, a cute joke for kids. 
Uh, oh, I remember this nigga. It's the ego joke nigga. Boy, this moment be trying his material. What did the New York parents say to their kids when the kids asked their parents to drive them to see the new Ninja Turtles movies? The parents said, no, we will walk because the New York traffic has turtle power. LOL. We might get there late. I think this nigga's seven. <laughs> I think this dude is seven years old, man. <laughs> that was terrible. If you would have said they were taking the, the, the sewer system. Yeah. That's funnier in terms of a joke like that. With the Ninja Turtles reference. Dude. Evan. And what, what's the rat's name? Oh, uh, fuck me. I just watched... I forgot its name. Yeah, I forgot the fucking name. Yeah, yeah we're going to take the sewer and so whatever the rat's going to give right. is going to guide us in. Yeah. That would have been, that's more. Um, wait a minute, let me see some. Dude, I, I, I can't wait till we're done with this episode. Not just because I want to go do this. Uh, Crap thing. But dude, you're like a fucking, you hibernate. You, it's so fucking cold in here and you're fine. Yeah, nigga. I'm, I'm about know. to turn blue. Are you really? <laughs> oh. Yeah, nigga. Black people, you know, shit. I got me a fat fur coat on, nigga. <laughs> Saying my skin is my fur, nigga. <laughs> uh, Elijah Brodus, first time email up. What these bitches want from a nigga? What's good, Aries? Eli from Jersey. My first time writing in. I've been listening for about a year and a half now. I love the podcast. I'm going to first start with Ronald Ike Turner Williams. <laughs> I agree, as a man, you should never lay your hands on a woman. But when the ex-wife, Jada Pickett-Smith, wrote in and gave her side of the story, my first thoughts was, this bitch here. She disrespected this man on so many levels, and on top of that, said he was a good guy. So she basically did all that just because he was boring. Boring? Not condoning his actions, but in the words of Tupac, I ain't mad at ya. I ain't got nothing but love for you. Do your thing, boy. Oh, and real quick, just wanted to say over the year, oh, this was the email. Just wanted to say over the year and a half of listening, funniest episodes, the Shakedown episode 43, ending was so genius. Episode 67, Andy addresses Aries' fucked up haircut for the first time. Episode 273, when y'all was talking about weed and the weed was named River Ninja, and Aries, you said the weed make you high and want to throw darts from a, down a river. Episode 309, the Crash Bandicoot, Scotty Pippen, Tiki, Tiki Mass reference was funny as shit. I forgot the episode number, but the one with the Indian guy on the phone, the Indian guy at the airport and the Tony Sopranos. I'm the motherfucking fucker who calls to all. Oh, I'm the motherfucker, motherfucker, the quarter, motherfucking shots uh, in the Indian accent. Probably messed up the quote, but you get the point. Another episode when the guy wrote in and asked Aries, what the fuck happened to your eyes? Andy started dying laughing and Aries was upset. And that's why he had to ask that question like that. Uh, and one more was a guy who wrote coming for Andy and had a $10 a lot of money and said, trying to understand what the fuck you tried to say. Hilarious. I'm looking for that episode too, man. That's, that's one of the best Andy cackles in the world. That one and uh, the one where I did um, Kennedy and I said... Uh, Stomach these niggas putting their silverware in their mouth. <laughs> dude, that one and the fucking, the dude said, what you trying to say? And I went, you know what? Let me stop you right there. Those two Andy Cackles, nigga, are great. <laughs> Ted Kennedy won those still. And, and, you know, it's it's not, it's my my little bit of lack of fondness for the Kennedys, but 
Dude, that one just cracked me up. Because you, I, I mean, I could hear it. I could hear it right. actually being right. said. Man, right. that one, that one was one that will stay with me forever. All right, uh, let's read Kolsch because he keeps sending it something. If I don't, this nigga will exactly. Um, all right. <laughs> Uh, Kosh, uh, Ronald's world. Yo, ANA, this Ronald situation got me thinking we can't change who we are and we shouldn't influence others to change unless they feel in their journey they ought to or want to. That being said, that spit in my mama's face, instant death wish. Never harm, hurt anybody. Mama. Oh, I feel for Ronald. That being said, harming, hurting another human being is coward move. Uh... On that same note, what she did to Ronald was just as cowardice, if not more. So what's next? Healing is a day-to-day process. Leaving a person because they are boring shows how boring your spirit is. It's not boring if you have a partner that choose you that, or you choose them. Not everyone in this life will ever have the fortune to have a life partner, to experience love and joy. We're all... Uh, this, this, hold up. Let me have a conference with my client. <laughs> this is where, as much as we love Coles, it, it's a, a little bit of moistness it, and, and, and corniness, cheesiness. It's his spiritual journey. Okay. Let me read this last part. He's, he's, he's finding his spirituality. Right. So he's presenting that to others. Oh, okay. I'm going to read this Hallmark uh, slash paperback self-love book quote of his. You ready for this, Andy? Yeah, go ahead. We're all just raindrops on a windshield. We're merely existing. And we're existing for a short time. So, Ronald, going forward, how would you like to be remembered? Ronald, right now, I want you to, real quick, I want, Ronald, I want you to look in the mirror, wherever you are. If you're at home, get up. Go in the bathroom, and I want you to look in the mirror, Ronald, and I want you to repeat after me. I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. But I think what Coles missed is that Ronald's raindrop just got all up in Lisa's raindrop and then flew off the car. All right, before we go, man, let's make a phone call. Let's let's call Ronald. Let's do it. Uh, you got the quarters? Yes, I do. Okay. And um, we're going to head to the pay phone because we old. <laughs> Here we go. Hello? <laughs> Yo, Ronald. What's going, what's going on, Harris? What's going on? You got me and Andy on the line. What's up, Ronald? I'm appreciate both of you guys. Well, listen, man, uh, as I told you in the email, I wanted to call you and put you on the pod for a minute or two. Uh, just because, you know, it's almost like if me and Andy was a popular radio station with the last, this past <laughs> Thursday's emails, the phone lines are lit up, nigga. I got a thousand emails uh, about this shit. Wow. So I just kind of felt like, you know, uh, prior to the email from your wife, um, mm-hmm. 
we had only heard. Oh, shout out to her too, because I'm telling you, I that shocked me. Well, here's I the thing. Gonna be well, that oh, well, here's the thing. So prior to that, we only kind of felt like we only had one side of the story. And, and mm-hmm. I have to say this for our female listeners, particularly Cece, because she hit me up and left me about five messages where she was basically like, you know, Aries, you know, I've held you guys down for so long. You know, I'm a big fan, but it really feel like you giving this dude a platform. And now all of a sudden, all these fanboy women beaters are coming out the woodwork and it's and it's disrespectful and somewhat mm-hmm. scary. So I said, mm-hmm. you know, I said what I said to her in, in the return message, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I, I basically felt like, you know what? And I got a lot of emails that people are going to hear where, again, nobody is saying it's going, yeah, you know, he should have done what he did. But they're certainly going, yo, I fucking get it. I, can, I understand. And, and I want to take that same stance, too. Never in a million years will I ever validate. Uh, uh, and I agree, totally agree, totally right. agree. But, but here, but before you speak, let me just say this: I, mm-hmm. I never would validate a man putting his hands on a woman in any circumstance ever, except self-defense, where it's either his mm-hmm. life or or not his life or or no life. Um, mm-hmm. But I also felt like, you know what? Let me put a voice to these emails to kind of humanize this man a little bit, because look, we've all made mistakes. We all mm-hmm. make mistakes. Uh, as long as you don't repeat those mistakes, um, mm-hmm. shit happens. We're human. So I just wanted to, you know, again, give give people a chance to hear your voice, man, and hear you say a little something just to, you know, kind of humanize it. Because, again, I don't know you personally, but my yes, gut tells me you're not a bad dude, man. Yes, sir. Um, again, um, and, and you know the way it started, I, I it was saying y'all said on the podcast, and I was like, there was a reason. But again, I, I don't, I you know, I was married to her. We was together twenty years, but married for fifteen, and all together, all all the years, I you know put my hands on her. I never, um, you never yelled at her. You know, we never really got into no arguments because she it's because it was all good. I I wasn't even aware of all that stuff. I well, of course, I I knew about all that, but I you know. I, I didn't know that I knew she could be so evil. And yeah. even when she did the thing to my mother, I was more shocked. I couldn't, like, I, I couldn't do nothing. And, like, I, you know, my mother's 80-something years old. She couldn't fight back. So it wasn't, and I wouldn't do that in front of my mother. You know, and it was just like, I did everything I can. Um, I don't condone putting the hands on the woman. And again, some of the email, I was being a little funny, you know, because I know, you know, y'all both comedians, you know, something. But that was just my story. Was I happy about it at the time? <clears throat> yes and no still. Because even now, my feelings about it is even changing because what she said. Again, I didn't know she was going to be there. Right. I think we lost you. You know, it shot me. Can you hear me? Yeah, you went out for a second. Really? Yeah, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't you know she was going to be so honest that. with y'all about everything. It was terrible, you know what I'm saying? Because for me, already, we had never had a good conversation even up to this day. So when she was so honest with you about it, I was like, whoa. And, Damn, I, had, she and really I, had told people, I had a couple people, like maybe two people that wrote in and said, man, he wrote that email uh, <laughs> to try to like, you know, make himself look better. That there's no way that she, no a, a woman would admit that. I got no reason. What, what? I got no reason out of that. 
I didn't know that was going to happen. Got you. Got no, I have no, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I don't get nothing out of this. Got you. Okay. And so, me and you know, I went right now. That's definitely not the case. Andy, you want to add something real quick? No, I just, you know, because we did call you and I wanted to give you the chance to clear that up. I, I do want to make sure that you reiterate what you just said. You don't condone uh, a man. I don't. Okay. I don't. I was just that she put me through so much. And then when she, remember when I, not Andy, it was a moment. I, I, it was the email episode when I told you that uh, my hands worked both when I was like, I put my hands on her cousin. Yeah. I was really talking about my cousin, but now I call her her cousin because of what she did with him. Okay. That's why I said her. That's why I said her cousin. Okay. But he's really my cousin. Gotcha. But you know, um, when she did that, that was just like that was just my tipping point. Well, that was my tipping point. We we've talked about this on the podcast before, and, and, mm-hmm. and like and. Uh, and, I, and we said this, and you know, this is you know, these are these are weird waters that we're we're, we're swimming in right now. But you know, I've always said I understood why someone would want to, but you got to, mm-hmm. you know, and but you kind of stood on it. It's like okay, I went, I it, I knew that there, you, you, you knew what the consequences were going to be, and I can't mm-hmm. deny that because I myself have been in trouble before for, for for different reasons, and you know, had to go do my time. And you know, I w- I couldn't change. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to change it because I know what I got from it. So I, I have to stand on mm-hmm. it too. So I understood what you were saying about that, but I just wanted. I, I really liked that you got to clear that up and say you don't condone it because there's a lot of guys out here who are like I would. And you got to you got to really consider what 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 you're doing because I do feel like the way she presented it, she got what she wanted out of this. She wanted that to happen because she wanted to get what she ended up getting. You know what. I'm, I'm gonna say something, Andy. I don't think she think. I, I don't think she thought I had that in me to do that. Okay. I didn't know I was gonna do that. So you, you, she thought she could just take you to that point, get what she want, break you down, right? And then she was gonna walk away, okay? Right. Because trust me, I cry. It, it been more crying. I done way more crying than she has. Well, I done well, a well, lot me, of crying. Well, let me just say this to you, brother. Uh, and and you know, the thing that just made me nervous that what you said right now is you didn't know you could do that. Um, just be careful, brother, because no matter how bad something may be, like I said, unless mm-hmm. it's life threatening to you in terms of a self-defense mm-hmm. situation, mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want to put yourself in a position where it's like, you know, I didn't know I was capable of murder until oh, I was I, put I, in a position. I, I, so just, you know what I'm saying? Say just no matter what, be careful. No, no, you, you, are, you are 1000% right. But I'm going to tell you something. There was an episode y'all talked about that and you asked Andy, is he capable? Of, I'm gonna use the action yourself. And I was, you know, and I was like, damn, you don't know. You don't. And again, I don't never come. I, you know, I got a new girl now. My girl, her, everything. She knows everything. She even got a new dude. So again, like I told my girl, I would never do that. That was just the tipple point. Like, you just so much to me. Then on top of that, you fuck my cousin. Yeah. And, you know, regardless if we was together or not, you still. That's my cousin. I hear you. And Grant, he wasn't a close cousin. He wasn't like a, but it's still, still my cousin. I get you, brother. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and again, um, I got a daughter. I got a mother. Over, overstood. So let me do this, man. Again, keep your head up, brother. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. glad you gave us a chance to just speak to you. Kind of put it out there that, that you know, what it was. And again, I... I Can I say one more thing? Yeah. To Andy, Andy, again, yeah. I meant no disrespect. I mean, you know, my emails come off harsh sometimes with you, but I mean, sometimes I get frustrated because it's like, 
you know, so I'll get me play that up with you. I mean, no disrespect. And to the women out there, to all the women out there, please, I mean, no disrespect. It was just my story, what I went through. Trust me, I don't ever plan on doing, I don't want to go back to jail no more. I don't ever plan, plan on ever putting my hands on a woman again. Next time, I, I won't even deal with a woman like that again. Because like I said, you don't know, you don't know how somebody feels if they're not talking to you. And, and like you say, um, um, Aries, it was to the point I knew I could have just, I knew she won, but I was like, you know what? To make me feel better, let me do this. And again, I'm not happy about that. I know sometimes the email, I come off like I am, but I'm not happy about that because it's not cool. But it was just my story, what I went through. And listen, man, uh, I'm sure there's going to be some women who might write in and go, you know, uh, not like it's their place to forgive or not forgive you because mm-hmm. it ain't about, mm-hmm. you, it ain't personal with them. Uh, but mm-hmm. being women, I'm sure the, they have a strong position on it. And there'll be some that'll probably say, you know what, maybe I feel a little bit more empathy for them. And there might be some who, 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 who don't. Uh, but mm-hmm. but I, I think doing this is a good thing. I think it's the right thing. And again, we all make mistakes, man. I think it's a good thing for you. I think it was good that you came on and got to say, yeah. say that. So let's do this, man. I'm, okay. I, I'm, go ahead. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to let you go, brother, because we got we to gotta get back to it. Um, okay. All right. Thank you, okay. brother. I appreciate you. Appreciate both of y'all. Yeah. All right. Here's where we're going to be. Yeah. We're going to be in, uh, we're going to be, you're listening to this on the 7th of July, which we're going to be, Ooh, I'm going to put it my face in here. 7th of July. We're going to be at the Irvine improv 7th through the 10th. And then, uh, on the 15th through the 16th, Aries is going to be at the Kansas city improv with Gerard Guillory. And then on the 21st to the 24th, we're back together at the Blue Room Comedy Club in Springfield, Missouri. We united and it feels so good. Then the 28th to the 30th, we're at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte. Looking forward to going back to Charlotte. And then uh, August uh, 4th, I'll be at the... Uh, Mike Drop Comedy Club in San Diego. And then Aries is going to show up on the 5th through the 7th, where we'll be performing together. Uh, then on uh, August 11th through the 14th, we're going to be back at the Chicago Improv. And 18th through the 20th at the Stress Factory in Bridgeport, Connecticut, for our second time we're there. Yes, looking forward to that. There we are. Reunited and it feels so good. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> I think that's what Cole says when he gets out the tub. <sighs> all right. Antoine Thomas, music for Criticale 34, K R I T A K Y L E 34. And the song is called Section 8. You poor niggas, get your shit together. We out. Oh, and if you want to write into the podcast, Aries Spears 45 at Hot Mail. Seen a fiend, OD over stamp bags. See my young nigga squeeze shots out the cab. Mom shedding tears, something like the track is. Crap fiend sucking dick just to get a hit. Shit, what you gon' do when the rent is due? Lost his life, young soul gone too soon. I've been dealing with the pain since I learned the game. Lord knows, growing up, I never had a thing. 
hand-me-downs every day, y'all come from the dirt. Only time we had food was the fucking first. I sold work while you niggas went to school, me get smooth, put numbers on the board for the move. Fuck love, I ain't dealing with y'all feels. Only 15, but my pops got mad bills. Living in the city where the fiends and the stick-up kids breathe. For the clout, they'll play like Joe Green. Welcome to the concrete. They gon' storm the capital with no fucking consequence. Shit is crazy. Whole heat, nigga, we whole heat. He was only 13, murder for 13s, let us pray. You seen what these dirty kids did to Antoine, so we strapped up like Vietnam, the war is on. Time ticking, the life clock is short. They either hang us from a tree or in the court. Militant minds, we ready to spread high, cause Donald Trump told proud boys to stand by. Stand back, my people under attack. Get your guns up, draw rule, hook and clap. Thanks for listening to the Spears and Steinberg podcast. If you'd like to know who's responsible for this shit, well, it was hosted by Ari Spears and Andy Steinberg, produced by Steve Merrick and Anthony Holmes, executive producer, Big Papa, Robert Kelly, and Matt Klein-Schmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information on where to find us on the internet, visit www.spearsbergpod.com. But just cause you say it with conviction, it don't mean shit to me! Don't you think you're being kind of hard on the guy? You go fuck yourself, convict!